Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Hey, baby, you want to do something? out there it has been way too long since i've been in front of this microphone oh, i got cords tangled here oh my gosh i i don't i don't know if i'm gonna get under out from under this cord tangling here but if you ever get to watch this on youtube you'll probably be laughing all right i think i got it hey welcome to the yup podcast i am your host tom baldwin and this podcast is all about improving becoming the highest performer possible in all areas and so we talk about everything under the sun from performance enhancers to attitudes to um, words we speak to Oh man, yeah, talk about dark psychology. We've talked about COVID-19. We've talked about the immune system. And today we're going to talk about sex because it's something that if you don't love it, you should because it is freaking fun. And if it's not fun, well, maybe something here that we talk about can help. Okay, let's just get right into it and say You don't have to be some hot dude or hot woman to be good at sex or to have sex. And oftentimes the opposite is the case because there are so many preconceptions, so many things that uh, ideas we get from TV, from porn, from, you know, maybe a high school or grade school, you know, on the playground, all these kind of ideas that just kind of go to the wind. You think you got, if you're a man, you got to have a big honking dick, right? And that's the secret to having sex. Well... <laughs> you know, if you're a woman, you're just like, you ain't shoving that big old thing up my, you know, <laughs> there are just so many misconceptions and so many women is so funny. They're afraid that their thing, their vagina is too small for that big honking. Well, the truth is that most everybody has average parts. Okay. And you know, the joke is I got the biggest, this, you know, or whatever, or, and unfortunately for women, it's like, you know, if you're too loose or whatever, you're a whore. It's, I mean, things are all over the gamut and let's just say there's all kinds of misconceptions. So just want to start out by saying if you're average, even if you got a small itty bitty one inch stick, you can still have fantastic sex. And if you got a big honking thing, you're going to be a little more challenged to have great sex. Okay, that's what it's about. And this podcast, because we know when we have regular sex, life is better for everybody, especially if you're a mom and dad, your kids, if they actually knew the benefits of you having sex would be, hey, go have sex because you're more apt to say yes. You know, my kids and they're in the stage. Oh, gross. You guys do that. Well, thank God that you 
me and your mother did because you wouldn't be here. And thank God we're still doing it or we'd be crabby old people. Okay, the ability to have sex for one and the desire to have sex is proof that you're not too old and that the desire and the ability is that whatever your belief system is that the ecological system that we are a part of it deems that you're still virile enough to be a profitable part about this of this. And so you don't want to fade off into the dust. You know, I totally started this and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to backtrack a little bit because I just want to express my appreciation. I, I so appreciate all of you that listen out there and thanks for sharing the podcast. And yes, you can find me at yep.solutions. That's my website where the podcast player operates off of but you can find me on all the major podcast player and Pandora is one where you can give me a thumbs up, which would be super helpful or rate me on Apple Podcasts. It just helps get more visibility out there. And a special thank you to those of you that support me out there. I so appreciate it. And always, I appreciate your comments at 406bigt at gmail.com. All right, so let's get back into the subject. So we realized you don't have to have a big old penis and you know your vagina, if you're a lady, I'm sure that is fine. And the incredible thing about women's parts is that they adjust. And so we've talked about the orgasm and, you know, sex is sex. And for a man, you know, just the act of sex is like, eh, it's okay. But there's so much more out there. And we talked about the orgasm and that many people, men especially, let's just say men, I think most of misconceptions happen with men because of the nature of us. We're very sexual beings. We're very instantly stimulated. And so pornography is highly attractive to us. And so much of what we learn is from porn. And everybody on porn has a big honking stick, right? They stick that stick and they stick it wherever they want. And the women like, oh, that's so wonderful. I'm not sure that if you're a porn watcher, if you've ever actually seen a true orgasm, um, and it's not about a big dick and it's not about shoving it in and making the women feel uncomfortable. Now, there are times when it's approached right that that can be highly stimulating. But let's go back to where I originally talked about the orgasm and the tools for the orgasm are not that sticking your pants it is your attitude, the environment that you create, the environment that you begin to stimulate and that you're stimulating oxytocin with touch and consistent touch and not sexual touch, but affectionate touch, occasionally sexual touch and your abilities in this environment. And that as a provider and as someone that interacts, you're bringing forth a lot of security and that you are a fun person to be with. You're adventurous. You're just a touch dangerous. Okay. Women don't necessarily like patsies. They like a touch of danger, a touch of risk. Not that you're a crazy, you know, beep, but a touch of risk. And so you're creating this fun, adventurous, secure. She knows that when she's with you, she is safe. And she knows that if she has needs, you will provide. Now, if you are doing that and you have spoken words and she feels like you your affection and love is genuine and she feels very secure. You're in a great place to start having orgasmic sex. And you're just like, hey, dude, I'm looking at you on YouTube and man, you may have been a looker sometime, but you're kind of overweight and fat. Let me reiterate to have great sex is not about having a great body. It's not about being the best looking person out there. It is about techniques, abilities to learn, and the environment that you create. Now, if you're good looking and stuff, yeah, you'll probably attract people faster and quicker, but 
I'll tell you, when I was a looker and I was built, had muscular fatigue, physique, six pack, you know, great hair. That is not when I had great sex. When I had great sex is when I got older and I realized hmm, it's about a little more than just sticking this stick in there, doing a lump and bump, you know, thump, 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 thump. those of you that like my sound effects out there. And for most Americans, it would be about thump, 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 bing. <laughs> Okay, also about having great sex is training and building some stamina so you're not just the 32nd like highlight reel. You are the show, the marathon of like rhythmic waves of orgasm. Now, does that sound good? If it doesn't, well, there maybe is another podcast out there for you, but if it does, keep listening. And so we've created this environment. You've done the prep work and it's, you've done it not just so you can have great sex, but that is part of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think you should talk to your significant other and say, hey, I'm beginning and I would like you to join me to have great sex because great sex is beneficial to both. You know, there's this thing that's like, we can't talk to our partner. You should talk to your partner and you should both want great orgasmic sex because it makes you a nice person and it makes you a good person and you're so much more enjoyable to be around and you're happier. So you've done the prep work and on both sides, the women too, you know, prepping, learning to understand your man. You know, if you're a woman, the tease with a man is fantastic, you know, and especially, I don't know why, but men like the talk, you know, talk dirty, you know, something like, Hey, you got that rocket in your pocket. I'm looking forward to that later. That kind of thing is highly stimulating for a man. And it, not necessarily the way you're built, but like as a man is learning your language, you're learning his language and there's this buildup. So you're building the chemicals up, the oxytocin, the good feelings about each other. So you're really, both of you are prepped for this great orgasmic sex. So this does not, now occasionally it does, you know, sometimes you're just blessed and you get great sex, even though you haven't done any of the prep work. I mean, an example is like, when you travel and you're away for a while, then that doesn't frequently happen. You come home, man, there's usually some great sex that happens at that time. Or, you know, if your birthday sex is always great sex because it usually involves dinner out, cocktails, you know, and those cocktails are the loosening up of some inhibitions. And so often will lead to fantastic sex. Am I saying that you should go out there and get drunk? I'm saying occasionally, maybe have a few drinks in the evening when you're not going out anywhere and you're planning to have that interlude, especially if you have problems letting go or relaxing. It's a great way to begin to enter, to have some fantastic sex. So we've got all the prep work done. How do you get to the orgasm? Well, it's pretty dang easy. And you're just like, some of you are thinking, well, he said, you know, if you got a one inch stick, you can still have a great orgasm. It's like, how can you do that? You can't even get in to penetrate anything. Here is the great news. And those of you that have been there know that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that haven't. And my desire is that you get there because it is fantastic. The female sex organ, when you get, and you've done that prep work, and then you begin to do the physical work to get there, okay, that's not sticking the stick in, okay, this is, we'll get to it, but what happens is that female sex organ swells, and it comes out to meet that one-inch stick, and that thing feels like it's a long fishing pole because it's hitting all the right spots because that organ has swelled, 
And man, does it swell and is that cool comes out and meet. So that's why size doesn't matter. And that's sometimes why size is an inhibition to great sex. Now, the truth is most guys have average and the great right size. Okay. If you happen to be on the big side or the little side, there's still hope. If you're on the big side, it's a little harder, but not necessarily. And your chances are that you probably won't go through the work because you can just stick it in, you know, but you're not getting all the benefits because when you get that female sex organ to swell, man, everything lights up. All the spots that were tiny now become big and they are uber sensitive because they are filled with blood and there are nerve endings. And when you begin to touch and interact, I mean, it is like lighting the fireworks off. And I'll tell you, if you're a man, your woman is going to love you because, man, it is sending waves of pleasure that is going to be better than any antidepressant, any cocktail, any anything. But sometimes it's hard to get this place of vulnerability because this is a highly vulnerable spot. And here we're going to start with, okay, some of you are going to gross out or this is going to be too in-depth or maybe you're going to be like, ooh, I love this. What is the best sex tool that you have? All right, you ready? Open up your mouth, stick out your tongue. That is it if you're a man. Yes, indeed. That tongue is the best sex tool that you have. And it will get you farther than that sticking your pants and it will cause your woman more pleasure than anything. Yes, am I talking about oral sex? Yes, I am. And if you haven't had it, you need to. Yes, can it be gross (laughs) at first? And some of you are gonna have a really hard time and you gotta have the end goal in mind. But let me just tell you from a health standpoint and a bacteria standpoint, when babies are born and they're born C-section and they don't get that bacteria from their mom's vaginal canal down there, that hot spot, they are way more susceptible to disease and their immune system is compromised. So now what they're doing when these babies are born, they swab the mother's vagina and they swipe it all over the baby's face and in its mouth so it can have that. So when you're down there, you're getting all kinds of beneficial stuff. Now, granted, If there's a yeast infection and stuff, you got to take care of that first, okay? That's kind of a no-brainer, and you're probably not wanting to have sex if if that's the case because it's going to be very painful, but that bacteria down there is good, and so if you're not used to that, boy, I'm telling you, for one, you're missing out, and it does take a, a little getting used to because when things get rocking and rolling, things get rocking and rolling, and the juices get flowing, and you are... Let's just put it, you know, if you've watched a lot of porn, you've probably seen a lot of women swallow, you know, the goods. Well, dude, you're going to probably swallow and get a lot of goods that are good for you. Okay. That tongue, why is it so important? Because it is so delicate and that clitoris, when it's sensitive, okay, and you've been doing the prep work, so that thing's already sensitive. And so when you get down there and your tongue hits that, man, that is like turning the on switch and things light up. Now, I'll just warn you. Your tongue probably doesn't have the stamina it needs and it is going to be freaking sore because it's going to get a workout because she is going to love it. But see, I got to tell you, you got to do this prep work or you're never going to get down there. Those knees are going to stay locked. And if you haven't done the prep work and you say, you know, the goal is that I want us both to have great sex and I want you to experience it, that ain't going to happen. Okay. And you got to reassure. And it'd be good if you prep her because she's going to want to do some things that make sure everything down there is clean, smelling good. Okay. All the things, details that we often don't like to talk about because we think, oh, we should all get it figured out and we shouldn't do this. But if you want that, you go down there and that tongue is amazing. And you do, you stimulate. And if you don't know what a clitoris is, 
you, you'll find it. It's, it's this little bump. And when it's stimulated, it gets bigger and well, it does pretty dang amazing things. And it's super, super cool. And so you begin with that, with your tongue and then penetration with your tongue, and then you can move to your hands. And I'm telling you, as you do this, things are swelling inside. So things like the G spot, and there are other spots in there. Like I think there's a B spot, but when you get in this rhythm and it's really good to just do some exploration and you're down there rubbing and you're being incredibly gentle. Say at the same time, nipple stimulation is fantastic. And if you can do it at the same time with your fingers and find those spots, you are going to enter a realm of incredible sex and that vagina is going to swell. And let me just give you some advice here. Don't stick that thing in there till man, you've had you've given, okay, and as she's having orgasms, you're experiencing the pleasure as she's having them. And honestly, some guys even ejaculate before they even enter just because the excitement and that whole interaction is so dang incredible. It is so satisfying. It brings so much satisfaction and pleasure into your life that there is no need for you to enter. Now, that's when the fun part actually happens. And you could spend in the state, honestly, I think, you know, 30, 40 minutes in this, you know, uh, waves of orgasms that are coming before there's even any penetration with the penis. It is just the tongue and it is the hands. And oftentimes she may even want to help engage. And that is great for exploration because she's finding out parts of her body that are also sensitive. And so as you do this, and let me tell you, there will come a point where she's like, all of a sudden it's going to be like, I need your need you now. I need that hunk in here now. Okay, you're just like, ooh, some of you are getting goosebumps. You guys out there are getting goosebumps. Some of your women are just like, man, I wish somebody had explained this to my dude a long time ago. Okay, women, if you got older guys and they're they're good with the tongue and they're good with the fingers, but they need some help with their own stimulation, you know, your hands are a fantastic tool also for beginning to help and talking to him and stimulating, you know, his penis, you know, starting at the base, moving to the tip, very gentle, you know, as, as uh, very gentle until he's like, oh yeah, you know, that feels good. And you can become increasingly harder, you know, don't go crazy because you don't want to break that thing. It's not like a gear shifter, you know, like you ladies are like, Hey, you know, my nipples are not radio knobs, you know, stop twisting them. The same is true for men. And Interesting enough, a lot of men, nipple stimulation can be incredibly pleasurable for them. And so older men who are struggling with testosterone sometimes need more stimulation. That's a whole other podcast that I'll probably hit again about testosterone pr- production. But okay, we're in the stage, you've done the prep work, you know, you've started with your tongue and your fingers and things are flowing down there. Now, just when they get flowing, that's not when you stick the stick in, okay? You wait until, you know, there's a grabbing of the shirt or grabbing of whatever, and it's like, I need you. And then, okay, this is where, like, it gets even more incredible, and it's hard to believe as you, maybe you're the you're the one-incher, and you stick that thing in there, and all of a sudden, she starts to shake and quiver and writhe in these incredible orgasms. You're just like, wow, I just got that one-incher. Okay, it's not about the size of that thing. Man, our culture has just emphasized all the wrong things. So we miss out on sex. Great. 
orgasmic sex. You know, it is a gift, whatever you believe. I'm a man of faith. And so I know that God created this because we need it. We need it to live well. And he gave it to us because he loved us. What did Benjamin Franklin say about beer? Beer's evidence that God loves us. Well, sex is evidence that God loves us incredibly. And so you begin that. And man, this is where you need stamina because you're doing just these light, probably little lumps and bumps. And she's like, wow, you know, and then it's going to get in more intense. And that one inch, you know, it may even double, may go to two because it's like, wow, we've never been here before. This is, this is pretty freaking awesome. Stamina, because you need to be exhausted with pleasure. That is how you fill your gas tank. Okay? Let's talk, man, hour, hour and a half. You're exhausted because, man, you've been in and out. You haven't ejaculated. You're down there again with your tongue. You take a break. You do something different. Maybe she stimulates you for a while. And this goes on till you're both like absolutely beat. And then if there is a climax then at the end, you just both kind of roll over and pass out. That is what we need. That is what you need. That is what my desire is for you to have that. But there are some things that you need ahead of time and a committed relationship is super, super helpful. Am I saying that you have to have that? No, but if you want consistent orgasms and great sex, that sure helps. And a plan between the two of you to do that is fantastic. Does incredible sex happen occasionally? Yes, but if you want it on a consistent basis, you've got to have a plan. So those of you out there, you're probably gonna start doing those tongue exercises, guys, right? And women, yeah, call your men up to the challenge. It's like that prep work is critical. And it makes for a great life. So my friends, been super fun. One of my favorite subjects for, you know, a fat old guy, you can still have great sex. So no matter what your body shape is, you know, just dispel that. The secrets of sex are not in that. Now, do I want to lose weight? Yes. Why? Because you can have even better sex and there's more things you can do and there's more positions you can try. And that kind of stuff is freaking fun. And if it isn't fun, well, you probably need some hormone therapy, bioidentical hormone replacement or something because you ought to be excited. And if you're a man, the rocket in your pocket ought to be like saying, wow, can't wait to try this. And women, you know, it's like it's, you know, it's getting a little moist down there. It's good. It's really good. All right, my friends. Hey, go out there for me. Have some great sex. Okay. Do it. Make a difference. Make the world a better place by having great sex. Hey, I so appreciate you and uh, yeah, go out there, make a difference, have great sex. Why? Because I got you. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.